Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now. I'm wearing headphones rocketed back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest. So how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes. And then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then. How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports talk show coming your way on Game Plus Television, WQEE. Yeah, buddy. And YouTube, great to be here in this business. It's great to be anywhere. Right, Ryan O'Radio? And I'm just going to stuff in a couple of viewer comments uh, as we get rolling. We are live as you, on YouTube, as we say. Ryan O'Radio down there in Atlanta. Metro Atlanta says, Happy New Year. Welcome back, Rod and crew. It's great to be here. Thank you, Kevin. The medium's checked in. I'll get to y'all. Let's bring in uh, the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. And I could say, uh, how was the holiday? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Nobody cares how our holidays were. We're going to jump right to the sports talk. <laughs> other than to say, Moose, Happy New Year, my friend. And... Uh, are you good? Are you good today? Are you feeling good as we set sail in a brand new year? Oh, yeah. Rested and recharged and ready to go. There's lots to talk about. So uh, I'm with you. We don't need to waste any time. Nope. So let's go. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And uh, let's go. Oh, he's got that working. Our guest today, by the way, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, the great Brian Biggie Munns. And... Uh, Jamie Thomas, the radio color voice of the Winnipeg Jets. It's a very Winnipeg-heavy day today. We're very popular on Bell MTS Cable in Winnipeg on Game Plus TV. Jets and Flames getting after it tonight. So those are the guests. But it's just Moose and I for all of our one. And here are the quick six show topics of importance to us. Maybe not of importance in the world, but to us. And by the way, start spreading the news. Tell your friends. We're live on all these platforms. YouTube. Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio. Uh, we will get to all of the hockey, of course, because it is primarily a Canadian show. But the number one topic in sports is Buffalo Bills safety. DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition after collapsing on the field Monday night. And Buffalo's game against the Cincinnati Bengals was postponed. I can't imagine everybody or anybody hasn't heard of this story. But I'll just briefly say Hamlin was administered CPR on the field. He was surrounded by teammates after he was hurt while tackling Bengals receiver T. Higgins. Hamlin got to his feet, appeared to adjust his face mask, and then fell backwards about three seconds later and lay motionless. He was rushed by ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. I'm telling you, we will get to all of the World Junior stuff and the NHL um, leftovers and uh, big news out of the CFL today with the Toronto Argonauts, but we have to talk about this. And as I said in our Instagram story, Darren, I'm sure you saw it, we're going to talk about it a little differently than everybody else is talking about it. It's been wall-to-wall, -wall, as you've pointed out on ESPN, all their shows live today. Um, whatever live shows there are, that's what they're talking about. And I was upset this morning. Because one of the reporters, he's an NFL insider, says this will be our best reporting work to find out how he is today. Darren, 
Beware the fake news today. And I will just say it right now, have some respect for his privacy. Because I saw somebody share on Facebook, this was supposedly a relative of DeMar, saying that his vital signs have all returned to normal and that he's stable. But as of 11.24 Eastern, I just read on the Associated Press that he's still in the hospital, still in critical condition, still sedated, and his family has asked for their privacy. So I want to respect that. Imagine if that was you. Would you want the whole world knowing your business if you were in the hospital in this instance? Or what if it was your son or your brother or your husband in the situation of Damar Hamlin? So we'll we'll, we got many offshoots to discuss on this, but let's try to have a little respect for the situation. What's your take on it? I'm with you on that. You want to respect the, the family and the privacy and the entire situation and handle it as delicately as possible because we've never seen anything like this it feels like i mean this stopped the internet like i'm sitting here watching the end of canada at the world juniors and then flipping over to monday night football and you see this news and then we listen to joe buck for what felt like a couple of hours almost you know continue to tell the story as it unfolded i mean my sister phoned me and said are you watching this have you seen what happened my mom was texting this is something that whether you're a football fan an nfl fan a cfl fan or not it kind of transcends sport and you really want to be respectful i think the rush for news um the only thing we want is to is to just we can't wait to hear that he's okay we just want to hear that he's fine but if that's the case that news will come out and it will travel fast, so there's no need to worry about prying and trying to be the first to report the story. Well, and we got some great comments come in. Carlos in Indianapolis says the NFL Safety Committee is going to have quite an offseason. Kevin the Medium uh, writes it and says, uh, thank you, Rod. He deserves his privacy. Randy in Winnipeg, nice rant to start, Rod. Agree 100%. Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta. NFL Network reports that Damar remains in medically induced coma and doctors are reporting to family every 30 minutes. Right. This is a delicate situation, obviously. I think Darren's right. Everybody just wants to hope for the best. But you'll find out when you'll find out. Maybe just pump the brakes. The other side of this, and we got a lot of time here in hour one to settle into all of our topics. I was watching the World Junior game narrowly had it ended and Canada beating Slovakia 4-3 in overtime before I be was alerted to this incident on Monday Night Football. I wasn't watching any of it. Didn't have Twitter open. Nothing. And then I see this and they were in the delay. And I was thinking they're going to play. They always play. They always play. The score was 7-3 and they didn't know the severity. I don't necessarily know that they knew the severity of the injury to DeMar Hamlin. They always play. And we can get to Skip Bayless's comments from Fox Sports 1, the rather tasteless comments, but this is our show, not his. Let me say it again. They always play. So when they announced that they weren't going to play, I was stunned. And it's not that I thought that they should play. I'm just so used to t leagues and teams doing the wrong, what's wrong, Go do that. Whatever you think's not right, go do it. <laughs> I'm just used to that. They did the right thing by not playing. And we don't know yet when they're going to make it up. Shoot, it's past noon Eastern, Darren. Like if they were going to play it tonight, you'd think we'd know by now. 
So it just looks like the NFL just paused, had sober second thought and said, this kid's more important than the game. That's what it looks like. Do you think mm-hmm. that's how it went down? How do you think it went down? Yeah, I do think that's how it went down. And there are some people on, online and on social media that are screaming that, well, they didn't make the decision fast enough. How do you not decide instantly that it should be canceled or postponed? But there's a lot that has to go into it, right? The league officials have to be notified. They'll talk to the game officials and get the scene that's happening on the field. They've got to talk to the Players Association. Then they've got to talk to both teams. They have to think about the implications. And I know all that stuff doesn't matter right now, and all that matters is, is DeMar's health. But there's a process and at the time the number one process is to make sure that you handle this kid and the medical attention he needs right now forget about the game let's make sure he's okay and so while they did that they handled it and i thought the nfl did a great job and did what they needed to do and uh no questions about it that's just again a shock to me 902-518-3033 the number to text us anywhere in north america you're watching on game plus tv listening in the state of georgia on wqee 902-518-3033 people are writing into our website where you can reach us there rodpeterson.com because this is the basis of my commentary today and they one guy said i heard his name was paul he goes i heard that the nfl wanted to play the game and the team said no we're not playing And I thought, well, I could believe that the NFL wanted to play, but I can't believe that the NFL would be overruled by the teams. That never happens. Uh, If there's one thing we've learned, nobody's bigger than the NFL. You would think that's what we've become accustomed to knowing. But as of Monday night, apparently DeMar Hamlin is bigger than the NFL. I know that that's a statement that'll probably be misconstrued, but the point is his health took precedent over that Monday night football game. And I'm shocked that it did. So uh, thank you, Jack, in Alberta. He says the Bills flew home last night, so no game tonight. Uh, And I'll get to more in a... Yeah, okay, I got to stay out of there. I'll just lastly say this. You saw the faces of the Bills players, particularly the quarterback, Josh Allen. I'm trained to not only deal with people that are in shock, but also recognize when people are in shock josh allen was in shock we all know you see your teammate get hurt no matter the sport it rattles a bench it rattles a team this was one step past that josh allen just because we saw by the look in his eyes i didn't see the other players but he's the guy that i recognized he was in a state of shock there's no way they could have come back and played that football game monday night so we await to see we await to see where it goes from here. Okay, we're moving on, but we got lots of time. We'll weave back and forth to the good news, I guess, the exciting news from Monday night. Team Canada will have a day off Tuesday at the World Juniors to prepare for a Wednesday semifinal showdown with the USA. Canada got an overtime goal from Connor Bedard Monday night to win a tense 4 3 battle against Slovakia. The U.S. crushed Germany 11 1 in their quarterfinal. Sweden won 3 2 over Finland and Czechia squashed Switzerland 9-1. What a wonderful night of hockey. Our friend Bobby Margarita, Bob McKenzie sang in the TSN panel after the game. He goes, we can talk about Bedard, but this was a classic World Junior game. I had people calling me last night about other things. Florida friends. I'm like, leave me alone. Canada, Slovakia are playing a playoff game at the World Juniors. 
and it didn't disappoint. And Connor Bedard has delivered in spades. And actually, that's our poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. Is Connor Bedard the greatest world junior player ever? Statistically, now he is. Best Canadian player, anyways. With points and goals, he set both records Monday night with one goal. He set four records. He finished the night with five. I will never get sick of Connor Bedard talk. Will you? No, never. And let's remember something. You know, he's not going to catch Peter Forsberg for points or Pavel Bure's 27 goals How do you or whatever. Know? It, you know, but he could. Because he could play in two more World Juniors. For me, that's the, the thing to note about all this. Like, he's not even supposed to be playing in this tournament yet. He's not even supposed to be playing in it yet. Ugh. This is a tournament for 19-year-olds and some 18-year-olds. Not for 17-year-olds. Forget about it. 16-year-olds, you know, the last time. Like, he's not even supposed to be here yet. He's in ahead of his time. I know. And he's dominating. You know, and just when you think you've seen it all, he steps up again. And it's not just points. It's he steps up when the moment matters the most. When you've got Team Canada, statistically, typically every year, the best team in the tournament, and you go three on three in overtime, and you put a 17-year-old out to lead that, and then he ends up scoring the OT winner, it's unbelievable. It's a great story. Hey, I'm glad to have all our friends uh, checking in here today. The regulars, the Rod Squad. Good to see you all. Hope you had a great Christmas break. I hope you missed us. Uh, John in Edmonton watching on Game Plus says, Rod, I heard last night it was the team's decision not to play. BW in Edmonton says the NFL got it right. The WWE would have kept going. From Roger in Calgary, Happy New Year, Rod Squad. All the best in 2023. Jason in Red Deer, mark my words, in a couple years, all the talk in the NHL will be about Bedard. McDavid will be moved to the back burner. Maybe. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, is of course he's the best because he's supposed to be. All of the exceptional status kids have gone down this path, and thanks to technology and training, CB98 has the edge. I don't know... If, I don't know if Nelson's saying that Connor took a shortcut or not, but I don't think you can shoot the puck the way Connor Bedard does and say that's because of technology. The hockey people will tell you there's only one player in the NHL right now that has a better shot than Connor Bedard, and it's Austin Matthews. He's got a better shot than 99.9% .9 of NHLers. I don't think that's because of technology. Um, that's just me, and I will move on to the NHL talk in a second. Other than to say my phone blew up last night with fans of... My friends, but fans of all teams. Wish the Flames could get him. <laughs> Kevin the Medium texting me on my home phone saying, I, I wish the Canucks could tank to get. Everybody wants the kid. Of course they do. And for years, the last couple of years, I thought it would be Arizona that will get him. But I guess based on odds and the way things are going and lottery balls, it looks like Chicago. I don't know if I want to move off Arizona because I've thought for so long it would be Arizona's going to get Bedard, but it's just mathematically, as we learned in COVID, trust the science. The science tells us it'll be Chicago. Who do you think Bedard will go to? I hope it's Arizona, actually. I think Arizona needs, this is what they need, you know, 
what a perfect storm this would be. You get a little buzz going in Mullet Arena, decent atmosphere, you kind of get that going. And if Bedard comes to town and you get that buzz, and forget about maybe Austin Matthews shows up, I don't know. But just as they start to move into a new facility, I think it would be a perfect storm to revitalize a team that's desperately in need of a star since the franchise moved down there. That reminds me, Mullet Arena, the home of the Arizona Coyotes. Business in the front, party in the back. Mullet Arena, the Coyotes are here tonight in Sunrise, Florida. The Coyotes! I'm going to head down there uh, to FLA Live Arena. I'll see my old desert dogs, buds. and Because from what I'm hearing, all the griping's gone now about the arena at ASU. And people, you saw the Leafs were just in there and they got spanked. And I can't remember which one of the Leafs said that it was a fun atmosphere. The barn was full. That's new when you go through Arizona. So I'll talk to the guys tonight. We're going to pause. We're only one or two points into the warm-up. We will return in a moment. It is daytime sports talk on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live and WQEE. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, let's get it going. Let's get it up. I'm talking about the viewership, listenership, loving you. Uh, by the way, Ryan O'Radio came to mind in the break, and I was driving through Georgia over the holidays. Again, I'm not going to spend much time on what I did over the Christmas break, but I was driving through Georgia. Next time, Ryan O'Radio, do you want me to stop? Because I didn't. I was over on the east side of the state, but I can swing by and visit y'all there at WQEE if you're interested. Please let me know. The Moose is with us, uh, and the viewership is on the rise, Moose. We got some great commentary here. I'm not sure exactly what we are. We, I, no, I do know what we are. We're the golden crowd of sports talk. That's never changed a little something for everybody. In a way, we're fast food. Like, it goes fast. Um, I've watched some shows. It's, it's good to take a week off. I didn't really want to. I don't feel like I needed a break. But for everybody else's sake, I was glad they did because I know our st- they work far harder than I do. Nobody's are disputing that. But I watched a lot of other sports talk shows on television, listened to some, and I'm like, can you guys move on? It gets boring after a while. That, not, that ain't us. <laughs> we move so fast on this show, right? You're not a, you got to keep up. So on the World Juniors, Arlen Bruce III writes in and he says, USA, tomorrow by two. <sighs> That is fighting words. Canada, USA in a World Junior semifinal. Um, John Ohm. Ohm writes and says, Happy New Year. Says he's late. That's okay. We're just glad to have you. Uh, there is breaking news today. Uh, the Argos, Toronto Argonauts, have released Speedy B. And I have the goods as to why. But just hang on. We'll get to that. 
Habs for Life 41. That's the account watching on YouTube in Vancouver, where we're very big on Game Plus TV out there, Channel 924 on TELUS. Habs for Life says 4,600 fans in Mullet Arena should never be max capacity for a top league in North America. You're right, but it is what it is. And there was a very funny comment here from BW. Here it is. He said, if Connor Bedard goes to Arizona, Bettman will retire. Mic drop. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? He's like, I, my job here is done. Um, yeah. But I know that you have a take on this. And my point on this being, I would, God, who doesn't love a great steak? I would love this show to be the greatest steakhouse, a very expensive steakhouse, the Rod Peterson show. But that's not us. We're fast food and a buffet. So, and who doesn't love that? Fast and cheap. That's us. So Skip Bayless, you know, he had the tweet last night, and I don't have it word for word, but he basically said that the game, we feel, or I, I'll speak for me, not you. Skip Bayless, Fox Sports 1, legendary American sports commentator and writer. Whether you like him or not, you can't deny his legacy. Said regarding DeMar Hamlin and his injury last night that the kid's health is important, but this game is more important. If agree or disagree, if I paraphrase that correctly, and I thought he would probably get fired for that. Uh, not only did he not get fired, he was on the air today, Darren. But did you see? Because you went and flipped over to Fox Sports One, you saw that he was on the air. Did you hear that that uh, Shannon Sharp, his co-host, didn't show up for work today? That's what I just read in the break. That I didn't see. So you and I were getting ready for the show in our pre-show, and I flipped it over, and I kept it on mute. The, the graphic showed that he was talking about something else already. Looks like they went back and talked about it, but I never saw Shannon Sharp. You're right. I just saw Skip. And so very interesting to see that development. But, it, again, sometimes when these things happen and the moment is so much bigger and, you know, the severity and the impact and everything, it's so much bigger than the game that there will be a time to talk about that game because the implications on the standings and the playoffs and everything are very important. I get that. But that doesn't matter today. We can deal with that later. So this isn't the time to have the conversation. doesn't mean the conversation doesn't have to happen. just doesn't have to happen today. Uh, I, should, I, should, I was remiss in this. I should have called up. And if you'll give me a second, I will. I Look will. it up. I should read ver verbatim. No, I got it here. Like, the dude's got 3.2 million followers on Twitter. And here it is. Here, here's the tweet. This had been viewed 129 million times, okay? He said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome dot 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 which suddenly seems so irrelevant so in 140 characters he said a lot i think what he was saying is the kids health is important but so is this game and they'll continue i think he thought the game was going to continue i did uh, it i didn't put this in my commentary because i didn't want it there in black and white forever but i vowed i would say it on the show today it reminds me a little of the humble broncos incident which i was intimately involved in April 6th, 2018. We all remember it. You know, the, the, 
the people on that bus, the injured or lost their lives, lives changed forever. I wrote on that very same website that the playoffs will continue and they need to continue. And I got lambasted for that. That was about 72 hours after the crash, but the playoffs did continue. Harsh as it was, I thought, how is this a whole lot different? And I don't know the ins and outs of what changed Monday night, why they decided not to play. I was pleasantly surprised that they didn't. I'm not disappointed in the SJHL for playing. What are you going to do? It's just, I guess times have changed, you know? And just back to the Skip Bayless thing here today, um, he, he went in, maybe I should stop talking and hand it over to you because you are the co-host. He came out and kind of backtracked on what he said last night. Are you picking up what I'm putting down on this? Have you read it similarly to me or am I completely out to lunch, which is, which is entirely possible? No, I think, you know, just the fact that he was questioning, you know, that they should play or, or just assuming and talking about the importance of the game as the first point, I think that's what people had an issue with. Like, forget about the game right now. Game doesn't matter. Game doesn't matter. Doesn't matter right now what the score is, all that stuff. Now, to the humble Broncos, you know, comparison, I think it's somewhat similar because, you know, you said the playoffs should continue and, you know, what this NFL season will continue. The games are going to happen this weekend. They're going to continue to play. Um, they're going to award a, a Super Bowl champion. So that's all going to It's just this game's not going to happen. And similarly there, that series wasn't going to happen. That game, it was done. Right, So I think there's some parallels there that if anybody's thinking that the whole season should be paused, that's not going to happen. But, you know, that game and, and thinking about football for a few days here isn't really that important. Well, we got a lot of cool stuff going down. Um, Jason in Red Deer says it reminds me a lot of the Brad Horning incident as well, Rod. That game continued as well for our Viewers that don't know, he was a junior hockey player, very good friend of mine with the Regina Pats, who came out of a hit in the Regina Agrodome in 1988 as a quadriplegic. And uh, you're right, that game did continue. So this is, and again, people get in a, that's why nobody wants to be an authority figure or a leader, because you try and make a damn decision and you get lambasted for it. You, you know what you, have you watched yeah. 1883 yet on Paramount Plus, Darren? Have you seen it? Have you watched it? Because you really should. I know I haven't yet. Haven't started it. Started well, Tulsa King. Reason being, but not that one. Well, <laughs> you're, you're going to get caught up to all these shows I'm telling you about. But Sam Elliott, today's life lesson. It's not coming from me. It's coming from Sam Elliott. In that show, it's the Wild West of the late 1800s, man. It was as I'd heard about it. I've read about it. In this show, they're showing it. 1883. And Sam Elliott said to this guy who, I don't want to be a spoiler, but he made a very difficult decision out on the range. And Sam Elliott, and the guy was wrestling with it, whether he did the right thing or not. If he did the decent thing, and Sam Elliott goes, what the hell out here is decent? You made a decision. Whether it's right or whether it's wrong, stick by it. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. People still think that way. You know what I mean? Because so many people waffle and go, oh, I didn't say that. Well, actually, you did. Uh, moving on. Boy, a lot of great stuff here. Breaking news. Zach Nelson in Calgary says, breaking news. Congrats to Nick Lewis and Jawan Simpson being named to the Stampeders coaching staff. And we do need to pick it up and move along here because I do have that CFL news. Brandon Banks and the Argos 
parting ways today. And uh, there's always more to the story. There always is, but it seems like an amicable split. Let's go with that. That's what both sides are saying. I talked to a former uh, Argos coach this morning, and he said as far as he knew, Speedy B is retiring. Brandon Banks, former MVP of the Canadian Football League, won a great cup with Toronto this year. Sounds like he's riding off into the sunset to be with Sam Elliott in 1883. Uh, NHL leftovers, quickly. Uh, Boston came, once again came through with a dramatic finish at the home of the Red Sox, this time with Jake DeBrusque netting both goals to complete the comeback 2-1 Boston over Pittsburgh in the outdoor classic on Monday there were some other NHL games on Monday Nicholas Roa scored twice Arteri Lekkinen chipped in with two helpers and the Vegas Golden Knights Canada's team defeated the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in Denver um, in Anaheim Joel Farabee scored once and added an assist as the Flyers dumped the Canucks 4-1 for their third straight win uh, also off the ice, the NHL announced that the Kraken will host the Golden Knights in the 2024 Discover NHL Winter Classic, New Year's Day at T-Mobile Park, home of the Seattle Mariners, which is cool because I thought they might play it in the football stadium, but they're not in Seattle. They're going to play it in the ballpark. Point four, the quick six show topics. Quickly, week five of the National Lacrosse League, there were only three games Buffalo beat Halifax 18-13. San Diego defeated Calgary 17-14. I believe that was the Roughnecks' first loss. And at Sask Tell Center in Saskatoon, the Saskatchewan Rush beat Panther City 11-9. Our beloved Georgia Swarm, shout out. Hashtag buzzing. Had the week off in the NLL. I'm a big Georgia Swarm fan, Moose. Um, can I move on or do you have anything to add on all these things that I've said here? Winter Classic for a second. I watched it. It was oh, yeah, awesome. Give her. They had yeah. the, they walked out. The Bruins did in their Boston uh, Red Sox uniforms, holding the bat over their shoulders. I thought it was great. I thought the game was yeah. good. Um, Malkin almost scored right at the end. He was about a half a second too late. Weather was good. Broadcast was awesome. The only thing I wish is I wish on the Winter Classic day that that would be the only game on the ice, so all the attention could be on it because it's still pretty special. Well, I got to say this about the uh, NHL network. It gives me everything I need. And I feel terrible for Canadians that you don't get it. TSN basically is your de facto NHL network, and it's great. I love it. But the NHL network, they had a pregame show from, uh, from Boston, from Fenway Park, and then they made way for the USA playoff game at the World Juniors. They had the Canadian game on the World Juniors, and then back to NHL coverage. I'm like, this is... I just love it. And, you know, with the Bruins, uh, yeah, the Bruins showing up and getting off the bus on the baseball uniforms, I saw that too. It reminds me of what team was it? Well, obviously the Leafs wearing their Christmas outfits. <laughs> Rock Austin Matthews with his red and gold sweater, and the, or red and green sweater and the gold bow. I'm like, they're having fun. What's going on? The NFL postponed a game? Players are having fun? And the NHL, what is going on? Are we, are we getting back to what's right? Because you would like to think that they're having fun out there. Didn't it look like they were just having a blast? Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, I mean, it really did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, continue. Sorry. Well, no, it just it looked like they were having fun. And, you know, the whole pregame show, I watched the TNT coverage. The, the full pregame, and they're all having fun, jabbing at each other, 
And then they got Brad Marchand on the headset on the ice there, and the guys are all asking their questions, and they're kind of giving, you know, giving him the business about the eye block on his big nose, and they're shooting pucks, and they're having a blast. And, like, that's what sports should be, when the announcers are having fun and the players are having fun and everybody's having a great time. Then as a viewer, I'm having a good time. And it was great. And we'll continue that, and we have to break. Uh, but just Troy in Toronto says, uh, by, he says, I thought the black keys were great during between periods. The game was good, too. My only thing I didn't like, the only thing I didn't like was Rene Rancourt did not sing the national anthem. I, I wanted him out there pumping up the crowd. Rene Rancourt, the Bruins national anthem singer, who I know they've pushed into retirement, but can you bring him out to Fenway, please? Anyways, we'll get to all that CFL news when we come back uh, tonight in the NHL. Some bowl game talk. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show. Daytime sports talk live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Jumping right back into a daytime sports talk live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE. Let's bring in the moose. And when we talked about having fun, and this business should be fun, your work should be fun. I meant to open the show saying this, but I'll say it now, and I know you agree. I absolutely love working with you. Jordan, Clark, Ryan, Rolf, Tuna. Not sure who am I forgetting. Hopefully nobody out of that list. But I absolutely love it. That's the way it should be. So there. Absolutely. Of course. We have fun every day on this show, and that's what's important. And I said it when we talked about the Winter Classic. You know, if, if you're having fun and your coworkers are having fun and, you know, the players and the, the broadcasters are having fun. The fans will have fun. So if we're having fun, yeah. the viewers will have fun. Should be fun. And uh, we got Ryan O'Radio flying the ship down there in Newton, Georgia, just outside Atlanta. We got the guys at the Game Plus control room in Toronto. And we love you, too. It's all great, and it's growing. Before we get to the CFL news, because there's a lot, and I can say that my heart is warm when it comes to the CFL. Uh, I feel good things happening with the CFL and this show as we move into 2023 and beyond. Uh, before we get to that CFL news, Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba is watching on Game Plus TV right now. He says, Happy New Year, Rod and Moose. We all hope DeMar has a full recovery. Speedy B is not that speedy anymore. Bedard for Prime Minister. How about Trevor that? Tim is watching in Red Deer, Alberta on Game Plus TV. Happy New Year, guys. No game is more important than a man's life, period. And he said, Owen Hart died in front of 18,000 people and the WWE continued the show. Made me sick to my stomach. From Ricky Regina, he writes in, Happy New Year, Rod and Dupes and crew. It's going to be an exciting year. All the best, gents. That's the gentleman from Ballers, as you know. And David, he is in Winnipeg, Manitoba. He says, continue to pray for DeMar Hamlin. The issue that bothers me the most about this disturbing incident is the stupidity of social media. Trolls who immediately look to point 
unobstantiated fingers at the NFL saying they wanted the game restarted. The only focus should be on DeMar's health and providing support to him and his family. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. I haven't asked you, Darren, if you have any, and I don't care uh, what they are. But if anybody, if I can make a suggestion, it's either stay off social media or try to not be triggered by social media. How about that? That should keep you busy until 2024. Uh, So to the CFL News... I have not seen any initial uh, release or anything like that, but one of our Calgary viewers, Zach, wrote in and said that Nick Lewis and Jawan Simpson have joined the Stampeders coaching staff. So there's that. But the biggest news that has everybody talking in the Canadian Football League today is that Brandon Banks is done with the Toronto Argonauts. I'm reading from the Canadian Press Wire. Brandon Banks' first season with the Toronto Argonauts will be his last. The CFL club announced Tuesday it has parted ways with the veteran American receiver. Argos general manager Mike Pinball Clemens said in a statement, quote, Brandon arrived here as a bitter rival and leaves as a member of the Argos family. We thank him for his contributions on the field and for his veteran leadership in the locker room. His time in double blue may have been speedy, but now he'll always be a champion. The move wasn't entirely surprising, given Banks hinted December 31st on Twitter that something could be coming. That's New Year's Eve, by the way. Speedy B tweeting, thanks, Argos. Great doing business. And thanks for the opportunity to do what my only goal was, to be a champ. Signed, Speedy B. I said it earlier, but he's an American, so you would hope that the U.S. portion of our audience knows who cares who he is? Brandon Banks, Speedy B. Did he play Mississippi somewhere? I have to look up his bio. Hell of a player. He and I have had some Twitter wars over the years. That stuff's just fun to me, as you know. But he left Hamilton after how many years, folks? Nine, ten seasons? Just wasn't getting done. Getting it done. Played in Grey Cups. Lost Grey Cups. He's like, I'm not going to win a Grey Cup at Hamilton. He didn't say it. I'll say it for him. So he goes and signs in Toronto. He's like, oh, I'm going to give Toronto a shot. Only happens to be our number one rival. It's like Johnny Damon going from the Yankees to the Red Sox in a way. And lo and behold, they win it. And he didn't have the massive impact or, you know, record-breaking season. It's not stuff that we were used to seeing him have in Hamilton. But he won a champion. Or went out a Went out of Toronto a champion, if it's to be believed. I got a buddy, I said, former Argos coach, texted me saying that Speedy B's retiring. I guess he had made that known. My question to you, Darren, is why do you got to release it this way that you're parting ways? I, I read that negatively, unless that's just me, and I'm not a real negative guy. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't read it negatively. I think I read it a little bit like... I imagine is if you just released him and not told anybody or made a mention about it, um, then what would we think? Is he not worthy of a release? You know, the, the social media is going to get you no matter what. People are going to have a problem with how you do it no matter which way you go. So you just yeah. got to do it the way you think is right. And I think he's such a big figure that it's newsworthy um, when something happens with a star like that. So I think that's important. Um, and he's going to be missed. I mean, whether it's his time in Toronto is done or whether his time in the Canadian Football League is done. Look, yeah, you guys have had your wars. And you guys have had him on, online and he's, he hasn't been on this show. But there's no questioning his place in the game and in the league. And he was a personality. He was a superstar. And he was great. For the Canadian football league. He has been great and continues to be great for the CFL. And we need more Brandon Banks. Guys that you love, guys that you hate, guys that are personalities that you show up and pay money 
to watch. Yeah. So I'm happy he won his championship. And if he's retiring, I hope he's happy. And if he keeps playing, I hope it's on his own terms. I got to write down the time code on that, Moose. Very well said. Moose on Speedy <laughs> B. No, I'm serious. Uh, John Ohm. Um, in Winnipeg says, Speedy B, Kansas State. Well, I'm now four years out of the CFL, and I'm getting old. Which, speaking of getting old, um, I guess I don't have a resolution, but I've changed, man. I've lived a half century, and I, I've told you this on the phone, and I've told certain people in my sphere that if I have a resolution at all for my next 50 years, it's to not let things bother me. And it's actually really working. It's working. And I know eventually, and I just wish, I know people will down the line come to me and say, Rod, how did you do it? Because they're doing it now with the other life changes that I've made. You know that for a fact. Um, yeah. But I wish everybody could, the stuff, the jabs with Bo Levi and Speedy B and the guys, Simone Lawrence, the guys that I've had feuds were with, it was never serious to me you know that it was fun but they got so mad now i was just thinking this morning about how i was told by the orders that they're still mad that i broke this story of ken holland being their gm and i'm like well i can't help you then because i'm just doing my job if you guys don't want me doing my job then you're just gonna have to lump it because i'm not gonna stop doing my job so i guess my point is while i'm going to not let these things bother me i'm not sure everybody else is gonna follow suit until we're a few years down the line and they're like, Rod's really happy. How'd you do that? Because that's how it works. Uh, our guy, Bruce Rogers, very good friend of mine, former manager of my bank, writes in and he says, I agree entirely with dupes. CFL needs more personality at every level of the league. Bingo! Well, that's why, like I say, I think that we're going to have a really good... You CFL fans are going to like what's coming up in store with our show and the CFL in 2023. I know I like it. And if I like it, you'll like it. And Nelson, uh, by the way, says they part ways so he can sign a one-day contract with the Ticats. Formalities. That He may be guessing on that. If that's the case, good for him. Moose, I'll see you later on in hour two. Sounds good. We do have Winnipeg broadcasters Jamie Thomas and Brian Munns coming up later on in hour two. We've got one more segment left in hour one, and it's next, a sports update and a viewer takeover. It's Daytime Sports Talk, the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. I got to say, 2023 is off to a great start for us here at the RP Show. And thanks for joining us for Daytime Sports Talk on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE. Before I plunge into a sports update... You heard the man say, text us, 902-518-3033. Paula DuPont writes in. That's Moose's mom. She says, great to see your faces live. 2023 looks good on you guys. Thank you, Paula. Uh, and without you, your son wouldn't be here. And as we say, it's great to be here. And this business, it's great to be anywhere. 
Devin's watching on Game Plus TV in Burns Lake, British Columbia, where we are on Channel 924 at TELUS TV. He says, good morning and happy new year. Prayers to Hamlin. Good on the NFL for putting the game on ice. This is, uh, you know, piggybacking off what we talked about before the break. Um, I don't care why they made that or how they came to the conclusion to postpone the game. I don't care. Um, and I know that's, I'm again, out on an island with that <laughs> opinion. Because this morning on ESPN, good get up. One of the reporters, and I don't really like him anyways, so maybe I'm biased, but he was like, this is going to be our hardest work of reporting to find out his status today. And I'm like, why don't you just leave him alone? How about that? Because that's what his family's asked for. Mike Dornian writes in, he says, Happy New Year, Roddy, from Twisted Mike. <laughs> Twisted, I know a lot of Twisted Mikes. Thank God he put his last name. I was going to say, you got to be more specific. Uh, sports update. Team Canada has a day off at the World Junior Championship ahead of Wednesday's semifinal match with the USA. The Americans were 11-1 winners over Germany Monday. Czechia meets Sweden in Wednesday's other semifinal. All seven Canadian teams are on action tonight in the National Hockey League. The Montreal Canadiens look to end a five-game losing streak when they play the Predators in Nashville. The Leafs, who have won seven of ten, host the Blues. And I see, reading the NHL game notes this morning, that Austin Matthews is... What's he sitting at, Clark? Are you 444 games? He's a point away from 500 career points. I would assume you're on top of that, Clark, producer Clark. 444 career games. He's at 499 points. If he gets a point, well, whenever he does, he will have done it faster than anybody else in Leafs history. The current record holder is one Daryl Sittler. So there you go. I'm following the Leafs. Yeah, buddy. Last minute of play in hour one. The Winnipeg Jets host the Calgary Flames with both teams sporting two-game win streaks. And we're going to be delving into that one with Jamie Thomas, Jets broadcaster, to open hour two. Sends home to Columbus and the Edmonton Oilers entertain the Seattle Kraken. And the losses continue to mount for the Toronto Raptors. They dropped a 112-114 decision in Indiana and have only won three of their last ten games to fall to 12th in the East. I see our Atlanta Hawks hanging in there, barely. Here come the Hawks. I believe they're ninth in the NBA East. Shout out to our friends listening in Metro Atlanta. The Raptors play their next two at home. Uh, Wednesday against the Milwaukee Bucks. Fear the deer. And Friday versus the New York Knickerbockers. We're going to Winnipeg after this break. It's the RP Show. Game Plus, YouTube Live and WQEE. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed 